Jumping on that half-price ticket to Europe? Easy. Wanting to propose but haven't saved enough for the ring? Easy. Need a new washing machine and new dryer? Easy. When there's an opportunity you can't pass, the decision is easy. Standard Chartered EasyPay lets you pay for your purchases in flexible installments from 3 to 12 months when you spend on your Standard Chartered credit card. Visit sc.com slash sg slash EasyPay for details. Terms and conditions apply. Whatever money you want, you can buy whatever you want. You can live however you want. You can have your own financial planning. But the moment you cross the line of pressurizing your partner to be the one providing for all your luxurious needs and like frivolous needs, that's a big no. Yeah, just a recommendation, a hint to like girls, right? Actually, the question shouldn't be what's your salary? It should be what's in your bank balance? What? Because because salary could be, I mean, someone could be earning like 2K a month or 1.6K a month right now, starting salary, right? Because you're so bad. Yes, you know? So you shouldn't be too caught up with, uh, yeah, with, with the salary number lah. Don't don't think that way. Oh, okay. I'm gonna call this out right now, straight up. Yeah, don't go around asking people for their bank balance. Okay, that's like. <laughs> Hello, it's us, Gerald and Kim, and yes, welcome to the Naked Truth again. And this week, we want to talk about something that used to be a little bit taboo, but right now, it's in your face. Everybody talks about it. It's okay. We're talking about salary this uh, week, and Kim, are you happy with your salary? No, I will never be happy with my. <laughs> no, okay. I, I mean, okay. Let's let's put things into perspective, right? So the question that we asked this week is, does salary matter? And I think there's a lot of like extensions to this question. You know, is it like a salary versus like passion? So for example, if you have a job that is your dream job but it pays you like close to nothing, versus a job that can give you stability, which one would you pick? That's like a constant dilemma, right? And then also versus like say for example um are you being adequately paid for the job that you are um, asked to do because last time like let's be honest okay last time when you're hired for a specific job you are bound to do that pretty much one thing but now everyone has to multitask you know everyone say for example if you join a production company you just say i want to be a cameraman they'll ask you do you know how to edit do you know how to do this do that can you produce as well you can't just do one thing anymore so why is it that we're not paid more when we're doing more things right so you feel like you know you should be paid what you're worth you know what what uh if let's say you know you're you are a little bit more diversified you shouldn't be just paid like an executive pay for example well i i can tell you this um and that is i've been in uh, in in a managerial position before and sometimes it's just very difficult you know if if you hire somebody at the start it's it's through hr and there yeah. there is this certain kind of job scope, you know, that you need to actually uh, share with this person and you tell this person, okay, you have to do this and this. But along the way, definitely, you know, there, there will be a, a chance for all of us to actually show that we're team workers and, you know, we we, we would like to actually garner that team spirit and, 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 and rubbish. Uh, <laughs> but honestly... Um, it's really going to be quite difficult to to say, okay, because you you are now dabbling onto this and this as well, so therefore I'm going to give you extra, because you know as as direct supervisors we're just sandwiched in between as well. We we don't know how to tell our bigger bosses, we don't know how to actually you know share with HR as well that hey, you know what maybe with this certain job scope, okay, give him extra one hundred dollars. There's no way you, you can't just just do that. Okay, I'm going to share with you something to do with um my experience with salary, and to me salary is actually not just about you know like if i do this amount of work you have to pay me this amount 
So when I got my, when I actually did my BTO, right, uh, this was about eight or nine years ago because you have to wait before your, your house comes. And my house came five years ago. I remember very clearly I was kind of just starting out to have a proper salary because I was in another radio station and I had an okay amount of salary. And then after that, I, I increased a little bit more. And therefore, that was when I'm like, I told myself, okay, you know what? I can actually go for a BTO because I have enough CPF and I would have enough by the time I get my keys to actually um, support, you know, my, my housing fi- finance. During that time in between, I was poached over by 987. So I came over. So I'm usually the kind of person who is more passion over salary, right? But at that point in time, I was like, no, I need more salary right now because I need to continue with financing my house. I need to get married. So I literally put a price to, to you know, um, that minimum that I need. And um, whether or not salary is important, I feel it is because um, as cliche as it may sound, you know, although, you know, now it's all a little bit more equal, wife and husband should actually split, you know, it's not just, uh, okay, husband being the breadwinner and therefore, you know, he should be paying for every single thing. But still, I guess... Women are are still paid less in most workplaces, Mm, not just mm -mm. officers, yeah, we're talking about, like, say, for example, professor to professor um athletes so that's another like whole big other topic maybe we should do yeah. like a side on that also yeah but but like what you say, you gotta split the the responsibilities you have a correct. life that you build towards like start a correct. family house it's, it's tough yeah but um for me i still feel that you know as as the husband i i don't know if you want to agree with me but the husband should be able to be some sort of a breadwinner be able to actually um, provide and, and and not let the wife just go out herself and, and work because I was afraid, you know, until today as well. What yeah. if I lose my job? You know, I, I can't pay for, for my house. Your mentality is more of like you want to be the one to, you know, take care of your wife. You want to, yes. you want her to be like, you know, comfortable. So I get where you're coming from. So um, I think it leads us to the, the big question that we were actually, um, you know, talking about, which is, you know, the salary method when it comes to um, in a relationship. And this actually stemmed from um, one, well, this this thing that was posted and basically um, this person actually said that, hey, I, I met this girl, you know, we hit it off quite well. Um, but, you know, it turns out that she mentions that she likes to have the guy be the leader in the family. And, uh, you know, because of the huge income gap, they eventually, you know, found that it was a problem because she's, I guess she just wants to be taken care of in that sense. It's a bit tricky because, I mean, like women, we're always fighting for equality. Then at the same time, you're still asking for the man to take care. If you if you find a husband like Gerald, and he wants to, you know, like be the one to say, hey, you know, I, I hope that I can provide more for you. And then like, you know, so that you can relax a bit. Then that's fine. That's your relationship dynamics. But, you know, in, in terms of like, say, general, like everybody else right now, it's, it's a big question. I'm going to ask you right now, Gerald. And I think for you, you should be fine. Um, are you okay if your wife say earns more than you? She is the main breadwinner of the family, and um, you kind of like just take a back seat. Is that okay for you? Of course, it's definitely okay. I can cook. Cleaning part, I need to learn a little bit more. Uh, I can relax. <laughs> what can you cook? A lot, a lot. I mean, I can learn while she's working. But for that question, I think I'm okay. As long right. as my wife doesn't feel too stressed about it. Because, you know, in today's context here in Singapore, it's it's not easy to to earn a single, like a salary source from just one single person. Um, it's not easy. If you want, like to actually move on to a condo, for example, 
man, it's not easy. You you have to, you know, like service yeah. your loans. You, you just can't have just one person to do that. Yeah. So um, I think this is actually a really important um, thing to like chat about because when we're younger, you know, and you're like in relationships, say for example, if you're maybe just freshly in uni, okay, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because my relationship journey started like a little bit later. So um, you don't really think about these things because you still feel like you're a kid. You don't have to worry about like, you know, say um, getting a house and stuff like that. But there are people who plan uh, further ahead. Like say, for example, because of your age gap with your wife, right? You know, for her, it was like a lot of forward planning. Like, oh, okay, I'm, I might be uh, only 21 years old, but I'm already thinking about like, can, will I be able to finance a house? So that in that like mind frame, you have to be able to talk to your partner about it and like decide, say, for example, um, at the capacity that you both are earning right now, what should you guys be contributing? Uh, will you guys be able to, you know, get towards like say your dream home within like say for example of timeline of like five to seven years, etc. It's a real like topic, so it shouldn't be taboo. However, um, there were also a lot of people who have experienced less than pleasant cases. Last say for example, there was this response that came in and say like, hey, I actually went out on a date uh, with this girl, and I don't know about you guys, but in Singapore, I just don't dress up. Like, I tend to wear, like, Bermudas as well as, like, polo tees. And apparently, according to this girl that I went out with, um, it was very distasteful. We went to a casual, chic dining restaurant. And she did not even offer to split the bill or share, which is fine by me because, honestly, I'm earning quite a decent amount. But I'm not going to review that on the first date. So, mm. we were having conversations about what we did. And she actually outright asked, how much do you earn? Which stumped me because... I don't know this person. Think about it. It's the first day. You're technically this person is a complete stranger. Um, she knows the industry that I'm in and the job that I do. So I wasn't comfortable with revealing how much I earn. And mm. much to my shock, she actually took it as that I was embarrassed about my pay and was not earning enough. She then told me that she was looking for a guy who could earn at least a minimum of $8,000 a month because she wants to get married in three years and has to live in a condominium. She will not stay in an HDB. And obviously, that was the first and the last day. I think, okay, so here's the problem, right? Like, I think it's okay to be upfront and like know what you want and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's fine. But there has to be a more um, um, high EQ way to, you know, kind of like communicate you know- your friends. <laughs> I don't blame her because I feel that there is somehow this inspiration from mom. <laughs> because, okay, let me explain to you. My, my ex-girlfriend told, told me something to do with this as well. You know, like you need to earn this amount by this, this time. You need to yeah. uh, um, be able to actually own a car. You need to, uh, you know, at least you know, five room HDB. And we were just dating, you no, know? we, we didn't really actually talk about like, oh, you know what? We love each other. You know, we want to settle a family. There was somehow no love, la, no love involved yet. And then it was more of like planning for the material things. And then she told me, right. actually, you know why? Because I'm very stressed. Because my mother told me my boyfriend needs to be like that. If not, uh, very hard, very hard to pass the test. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I don't think I want to blame this girl. It could be inspired by, but who knows? It, it could be just her as well. Uh, I strongly feel that, you know, if you... First date, la, first date is a bit intense. That's right? a bit like, how crazy, much like, okay, but but some parents, story. right, are really very fierce. You know, they, they they say that you know if you don't date this person with this caliber whatsoever, you cannot. Right. You don't kind of talk to me. Yeah. So okay, so I'm, it's very stressful for the girls as well. I think that's a very very good point, honestly. Okay, because I have heard of many situations 
whereby um, the parents, usually the, the moms actually, are always saying that, oh, you know, you're a girl, you must make sure that, you know, you uh, find someone that can take care of you. It's, it's still very old school mentality, but you have to understand they're from a different generation, right? Yeah. So, oh, you know, the person must be able to, like, you know, provide you with this and that, you don't, like, struggle and stuff like that. So, okay, like, perhaps parents come from a place of concern, but let's take parents out of the equation right now. I think there are also a lot of people who are, just like that themselves, like, you know, very practical. Mm. Like I said, I think it is important these days to have a plan. Say for example, okay, like, Gerald, you and your wife, if you guys didn't have a plan, like, because your wife was um, pretty young when you first met her, and to yeah. her, it's like, you know, she might have, she if she thought, like, I don't need the pressure of this planning right now. I, I don't want to, like, think about, like, oh, I must contribute to the house and stuff. I'm only 21. I can, I want to enjoy myself first. Then, you know, your relationship might not has have worked out as smoothly and as, like, you know, uh, well-planned as it is yeah. right now because you guys, yeah. I mean, you guys are meant to be together, obviously. But for for some people, it's like, you know, it's, it's not just about the planning and stuff. For them, it's like, I don't I just don't want to have to struggle in my relationship when it comes to mm. finances. I don't mm. want to come to a point where I want to go on this holiday and then, like, my husband is like, or my boyfriend is like, huh, but I, I want to save money yeah. for this. Like, you know, so they, I mean, they just don't go through that. Like, mm. Yeah, honestly, to each his own. Because there are also some people who feel like, you know what, I just want to set up a very humble, you know, family. I don't need the frills. I feel that, you know, as long as my husband's with me, I'm happy already. Um, so it's yeah. really to each his own. And I don't think we should be faulting people who feel that, you know, that there is a chance to actually live a little bit luxuriously. Like, But don't impose it. So here's the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, okay, a lot of the responses that we got, they were sharing about how um, finances did become a very big issue in the relationship. And so, for some, for some, it's because the partner is very materialistic, but for others, it's because like a genuine real reason is that, you know, you realize that you won't be able to hit a certain timeline that you hope to achieve in your life. And I think the simplest way to put it is that you guys are just not meant to be, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Because if you are, then you know you guys would want to plan together and stuff like that. And um, like what Gerald says, there's also nothing wrong with someone wanting to live more luxuriously or even a little bit more frivolously. If he or she can afford it, that's fine. But it's important to not impose it on your partner. So say, for example, if your wife suddenly keeps telling you like every month I want to buy like a new bag and stuff like that. And you tell her like, oh no, you, let's let's scale back a little bit. Like, you know, let's try and save money for like other things. The baby cot, the nursery. Yeah. And if she and if she goes like and if you know the person is going like no I want to buy a bag if you don't want to buy a bag let's break up then that's a no for me whatever money you want you can buy whatever you want you can live however you want you can have your own financial planning but the moment you cross the line of pressurizing your partner to be the one providing for all your luxurious needs and like frivolous needs that's a big no. Yeah, just a recommendation and a hint to like girls, right? Actually, the question shouldn't be what's your salary it should be what's in your bank balance. You what? Know, because I think because sal- salary could be, I mean, someone could be earning like 2K a month or 1.6K a month right now, starting salary, right? Because you're still very young. But, <laughs> yes, you know? So you shouldn't be too caught up with, uh, yeah, with, with the salary number. Lah. Don't don't think that way. Oh, okay, I'm going to call this out right now, straight up. Yeah. Don't go around asking people for their bank balance, okay? That's like, okay. <laughs> Unless you are like, you know, already in a serious relationship, planning for the future, then you guys want to plan finances. Okay, fine. It's fine. No. But you don't want your bank balance. I, I'm just kidding. But but honestly, you know, it's, if you ask it's for true. salary, it's might true. as well ask for bank balance, right? But but yeah, uh, I, I also feel that, you know, the intangibles are important as well. You could be, you know, dating like a really rich husband, 
or mm-hmm. a, a, boy, a girlfriend for that matter. But then, you know, you, it's, it's a toxic relationship. Are you going to yeah. just continue with that? Because it's not going to be great as well, you know? So, so never yeah. think of just money. Lah. I mean, okay, sal- salary is important when it's practical, okay? Yeah. If, if you feel that you, you, you need, um, or, or the, actually it shouldn't be like you, you know, you, you need to have the salary. It should be a, a two-person thing. You know, mm-hmm. and there should be discussion. If let's say one day the yeah. wife says, okay, um, by this age, I want to take care of my baby. I, I don't want to work anymore. And therefore you need to have more salary if it's possible. I guess that's very, very understandable. You know, like yeah, I think that kind of conversation is great. Yeah, you have to be able to to talk about it. I think let's I mean I think the best way to say it is 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 that money is important, salary is important, but it's not the most important thing. We're not saying it's not important. For sure it is, because you have to survive and like, you know, Singapore's living costs are just pretty insane. Um, yeah. Even if you, even if you just like scrimp and save, you know, you still spend like a few hundred dollars on food, like just food transport, you know, in a month. So it, it can get pretty crazy, but be open with the conversations. And if just remember, don't pressure your partner to give you all your materialistic ones. That's just, <laughs> you know, I used to, I used to know of um, a girl who would constantly tell one of my friends to buy her like say Tiffany's and like the new handbag and stuff like that. And it was like a kind of like a reward system. Oh, if you buy this for me, then um, I will be nice to you for this month. <laughs> All of us were just like, huh? Isn't being nice like the basis of the relationship? Like, what do you mean by if you buy the bag for me, then I'll be nice to you? Well, <laughs> maybe the, the, well, the phrase being nice is about something else lah, besides just the normal... Never mind. I don't know. It's for but... another day. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So the question again today is um, whether salary is important. Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, it's also important if you're like dating, if you're dating this person as well, to to kind of know his or her background a little bit. It, it could be a situation where, oh, you know what? He has got a 8K salary, but he buys a lot of stuff like I don't know, like bags or wallets or shoes or or like, you know, do a lot of shopping. Then 8K is nothing. <laughs> but if you, if, if you compare... Stop pointing at me. So if you compare <laughs> it with somebody, you know, who is earning a 4K, for example, and is always thinking of the future, saving, you know, the bulk of it, I think that's more important. Yes. So um, that's a good point to note as well. And I think uh, Jairo really put it really well for himself. Very experienced. Very experienced, yeah. <laughs> so, um, he has gone from like spending a lot to like saving a lot now because you got a baby on the way and you suddenly realize that, hey, you know, these things are important. So, oh, um, I've been spending a lot on the nursery right now. So it's very still the same. Okay, like, at least it's for your baby, right? But um, yeah, so at the end of the day, um, I guess the decision is really um, yours to choose. You also have to remember, yeah, salary is important, but whatever salary the person earns is not yours. They oh, can share no, 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 no. Okay. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so, so I, I, are you one to say do not join a bank account? Oh, have joint account. Like oh, joint okay. accounts for like you know payment of the house and all that kind of stuff. And so you I put mean, your money all, in there. Yeah. So all these things oh, aside, okay. you decide proportionally who should contribute what, etc. Depending on your earning power and stuff like that. But the rest of the money is not yours to control. I mean, for me, lah, okay? So say, for example, if let's say my future husband earns like $10,000 a month and we both contribute, say, maybe say uh, $4,000 in the joint account for housing and car and whatsoever, the rest of the $6,000 is his. I'm not mm. going to be like, give me the rest of the money. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. right. And how is he going to buy me surprises if he wants to buy things for me? 
<laughs> just went back again. Anyway, no, um, but it's funny. It's not <laughs> right. I don't it's, know. I feel so This week's topic is one of those where you don't know how to say whether or not salary is important. Yeah. You can't say salary is not important. Um, yeah. It is, but yeah, don't impose on the person as long as you know you love each other. And if let's say the person earns a lot of money, then that's great. Lah. If he or she doesn't, yeah. if it's you know below that threshold that you feel that the person should be earning or like, oh, if for example, you know, you, I, I don't think um, it's unfair to say this and that is, you know, like, oh, uh, your, your, your boyfriend, you know, is just not bothered about you know having a career and therefore you say but he loves me right so it's okay i think that's that's very dangerous right i think the the good summary here is that i think the is a point that you actually brought up so instead of asking what's your bank balance please don't and instead of asking what's your salary perhaps the more um the more intelligent question to ask would be what percentage of your pay do you salary do you save every month if the person tells you 80 percent Wow. Mm. Right. Take, take, take. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because if the person has a mentality to save the bulk of his or her salary every month, then you know that eventually whatever he or she is earning at this point in time, eventually you guys will get to a good place because you will progress. So next time if you go on a date, um, maybe not the first date, but you can ask like, you know, how much of your salary, like what percentage of your salary do you save? Like, yeah, the fourth date, like, you just count. Okay, this one asks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll talk to you again very soon, of course. If you'd like to uh, share this podcast with your friends, remember to go on over to Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify as well. Or you can go on over to our Me Listen app and um, download the app first and then go on to The Naked Truth and listen to all our previous podcasts as well. Yay. Okay, we'll check in with you guys again in two weeks and um, you can let us know what you want us to chat about. Also, maybe you have a burning question, you can leave it on Instagram, uh, 987FM, uh, Gerald Cole 987 as well as Oh How Strange. Just let us know and perhaps next week could be your question alrighty you take care stay safe jumping on that half price ticket to Europe easy wanting to propose but haven't saved enough for the ring easy need a new washing machine and new dryer easy when there's an opportunity you can't pass, the decision is easy. Standard Chartered EasyPay lets you pay for your purchases in flexible installments from 3 to 12 months when you spend on your Standard Chartered credit card. Visit sc.com slash sg slash easypay for details. Terms and conditions apply.